0: This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God with your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole Jr. We can change the world.
1: We well, praise God. Thank you. Thank you for being with us again. This is Dr. True Bishop Poole. We pray that God will bless you and continue to keep you as we continue to pray and ask God for the things that he has done for us. Father we ask you to look upon each and every one of us this morning lying and say hand on every part. God as we lift you up oh God because you are Alpha and Omega you know our life, you know our position, you know what we're going through Lord, we actually to look upon the radio broadcast, those that are listening now, wherever they might be. Oh, God, give them peace in their mind and give them the victory, knowing that they keep their mind on you, Jesus, you will give them perfect peace. We thank you again, always welcome you and you, wherever you might be, call a friend and tell a friend, amen, the doctrine of truth is on the air. Amen. We want to share with you as always to encourage you to be mindful, to be watchful of the things that you are going through and through the Spirit of God and His Holy Spirit. He's a teacher. He's a guider. Amen. He's the one, the comforter. Jesus said He was send in His place. Amen. To keep the world going in righteousness and guiding His people through the messages and the biblical laws that Jesus have left here for us. In the book of St. Luke, as always, we want to uh, give out different scriptures and different translations. The Bible said I two or three witnesses, let my word be established, according to the book of Matthew's 18th chapter. Amen. So we thank God today for you. Tell a friend and call a friend. In the book of 18th chapter of St. Luke, the ninth through the 14th verse. Now Jesus said, and he was talking, we're going to read first from the, uh, the St. Luke 18 chapter, uh, the easy reading Bible. The easy reading Bible uh, where we have uh, easy Bible, easy English Bible. Amen. Jesus told a story to teach other people. These people thought that they were very good in front of God. They thought they were very much better than other people. Jesus said one day two two men went into the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee. The other took tax taxes from people. The Pharisees stood there by himself. He prayed like this. Thank you God that I am different from all these other people. They are bad people, they rob other people, they have sex with women who are not their wives. Thank God, God, that I am not like this man who take taxes on behalf of the government. I fast For two days of each week I gave to you one-tenth of all the things and money that I received, but the other man stood far off. He would not even look up towards heaven. He He was hitting his body with his hand to show how sorry he was. He prayed like this, Please God, be kind to me, I have done many bad things. Jesus then Jesus said tell me about these men when they went home the man that took taxes from people who not right with God but the Pharisees were still guilty some people lift themselves up to be important but God will bring all of them down low other people are humble God will will lift up those people to a good place. Now, that was the easy reading Bible. Let's, let's read another translation, uh, the Passionate Bible, the Passionate Translation, uh, St. Luke, the 18th chapter, the 9th to the 14th verse. I'm going to watch, watch something here. Amen. And the, notice when Jesus was talking here, Amen. two men went into the temple. One was a proud religious leader, the other the tax tax collector. The religious stood, the leader stood apart from the others and prayed, How I thank you, God, my God, that I am not wicked like everybody else. They are cheaters, swindlers, and crooks like the tax collector over there. God, you know that I have never cheated or committed adultery. I fast from food twice a week and I gave you a tenth of all I learned. The tax collector stood alone in a corner away from the holy place and covered his face with his hands, feeling that he was unworthy even to look up to God, beating his breast. He sobbed with brokenness, and tears, saying, "God, please, in Your mercy, and because of the blood sacrifice, forgive me, for I am nothing but the most miserable of sinners." Now, both translation, transla- transactions, also in the amplified Bible, it was said at also at the end of the. Uh, the 18th chapter, and notice at the uh, 13th verse of the same, But the tax collector, standing at a distance, would not even raise his eyes towards heaven, but would strike at his chest in humility and repentance, saying, God be merciful and gracious to me, the especially wicked sinner that I am. Now that's repentance. You notice repentance in the passionate Bible, as well as we're gonna read the King James, the 18th chapter uh, of Saint Luke, and notice at the 13th verse. Also, you notice it, and the publican standing afar off, would not lift so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smoked upon his breast, saying. God be merciful to me, a sinner, and being powerful. Amen. Being uh, uplift yourself and seeing that you're okay in your own eyes. Amen. It's sinful. It's sinful. It's a, it's a fruit of sin. Amen. And you you have to be very careful what you're doing, how you're doing, how you're walking up and right, because God Himself knows all about you. He knows what the problem is. And the enemy, if he can't tear you down, he want to exalt you. Sinner is a person that constantly, constantly breaking God's laws. Constantly. Amen. Not uh, reverence of God's house, His people, even God's commandment. Amen. Even Jesus is Jesus is God. Amen. And uh, the Word of God, walking amen, the incarnated God. So why would God fight against Himself? Why would Jesus fight against Himself? He is the Word, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So why would He fight against Himself? Why would He, amen, say, well, you can do anything you want to do because Jesus died on the cross for you, and He died on the cross for sin, but you, you're all right, you're all right. In yourself, the Bible, uh, proverb says, a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So you begin to exalt yourself and look at the titles and places and badges and trophies, amen. But the enemy, he wants to tear you down. He has to destroy you. Sometimes we, we, we forget because of maybe the circle that you're living in, the people that be around you all of them have their self-interest and, you know, birds of a fellow flock together. So you always want to be patted on the back and see you're all right, and you look down on other people. Uh, Paul has said in book of Romans, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may about God forbid, reading from the King James? How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? So. Amen. The the Republican, amen, he know he was a sinner. The tax collector know he was a sinner. He did bad things. Amen. He asked God to forgive him in his heart. And Jesus said he went home more more, uh, justified than the one that was lifting himself up and patting himself on the back saying, he's all right. Amen. I'm okay. Uh, Religion will kill you religion will kill you. Amen. But you have to understand that's one of the major doctrines in the Bible is repentance. repentance, Amen. When a person turn from their unrighteousness, they they turn from the things of wrongdoing against God. Amen. You could do wrongdoing against anybody, but the main situation is when you come to Christ, you, you know you're doing wrongdoing against God. Amen. You're doing wrong against society. Amen. You're worshiping. Amen. Things that God say not do. So repentance. Amen. In this case, he was thinking wrong. He was exalted himself, but he was religious. He was highly religious. Sin does not rule us any longer. Doing wrong does not rule, uh, does not continue to control us any longer amen we're free because of Jesus Christ now Jesus christ he died and gave himself amen as a living sacrifice for sin and for sinners Father, say who said we'll let him come and because of the blanket I say if you have a blanket and you throw the blanket over you and someone come along and, and pull the blanket off. So now you don't have to walk stumbling and, and feeling your way. Now you can see your way through this world. Before you were walking and stumbling and uh, looking and, and telling people to watch out. You're coming. But now that you're walking and you, you the blanket has been removed, you can see how God wants you to walk. Amen. And his laws and his rules and his regulation—that's what Jesus came. Jesus came that we we can know how to walk in this world. Amen. In in the in the power and the freeness. Amen. Of our mind, soul, and body through Jesus Christ. Once we learn that Jesus Christ. Amen. He forgave us of our sins. He forgave us for the sin that we have done now and the sin that we've done in the future if we just confess our sin. First uh, John 1 and 9 says, Amen. Confess your sin, Amen. If you confess your sin, Amen. He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin. You don't have to worry that God won't forgive you. He's not like man. He's not going to judge you. You say, Lord, please forgive me. I've done wrong. I'm sorry the things I've done. Amen. First John, first John, uh, first John, the first chapter, the ninth verse. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and the word is not in us. So those that say, "You have," "I have not sinned," "I have not." Amen. I have not broken any of the commandments. Amen. I'm all right. Amen. But you're for. Amen. You're you're looking down. You're judging other people. Amen. You're judging other other people in the world. That make you religious. That make you self-righteous. And God doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. So once you come into awareness of it, that you are you are sinning, you're against God, and just because Jesus died on the cross. There's a mistake here. It's a mistake where people say, well, you know, Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I'm under grace and mercy. So anything I do, amen, it's a catch 22. Anything I do is okay. It's okay, but now watch this now. Jesus died, he's our high priest, he's the priest. He died for sin and sinners. Amen. Anything you do today or tomorrow, Amen, not willfully doing it. Because a person that willfully, Amen, constantly doing, and this uh Republican seemed seem that he was constantly, Amen, this tax collector was const wasn't wasn't constantly doing against Christ, Christ. Amen. But he found himself, Amen, asking God to forgive him, and God forgave him. the things that He was doing wrong, and we find that if you do wrong without willfully doing it, it's a forgiveness. It's a forgiveness. God will forgive you. Sometimes you might not know that's when Jesus prayed uh, the model prayer, Lord, forgive me of my transgression if I forgive those who transgress against me. There's an Old Testament. There is the first covenant. There is... Amen. Forgiveness, for uh, God will forgive us of the sins of um, un, that we don't know and things that we do know. Amen. Maybe you didn't know that you were lifting yourself up high above others. Maybe you didn't know that you were being self-righteous. Amen. The enemy was tempting you to say that, but God will forgive you of your self-righteousness. Amen. A sinner is a person constantly breaking God's commandments. Constantly breaking God's commandments. Once you're constantly breaking God's commandments, there's there's no forgiveness because you're constantly forgiving. You're constantly doing that, constantly over and over and over. Amen. Say, so, well, I'm under grace. Yes, you're under grace. God, Jesus died for sins, but if you're a sinner, then that puts you right back in the. In the uh, in the ballpark with those that don't like God, They don't want to be involved in, uh, in, in Christianity, they don't want to be involved, amen, uh, loving God and keeping His commandments, amen. They, they don't want to be involved, so they put you right back out there. Uh, Hebrews, the mm-hmm. sixth chapter, saying that, amen, they, uh, Hebrews, sixth chapter, saying that, fourth verse, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and was made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the goodness of God's word and the power of the world to come if they fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing that they crucify themselves the Son of God afresh and put them to uh, an open shame. Go back to be, be be baptized, rededicate yourself. You find yourself, you're backed up, you, you're you falling away from being uh, by temptation, uh, 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 environment problems and situations. Amen. The things that are happening today, so much disaster in the land. The land is full of pride and arrogance, but also the land is full of, of uh, Uh, disasters and hunger. Amen. Walls and rumors of walls. Amen. But God love you. God love you. And if you want to stay on the straight street, if you want to get a prayer through to God, amen, you got to learn. And that's what we're all about. Paul said he learned, amen, how to be abased and how to be abound. Amen. He learned how to carry himself. He humbled himself. Amen, under the hands of God. He didn't look high or low against anyone or anybody. Amen. He loved, amen, to be uh, follow peace with all men. The Bible says, holiness without, no man can see the Lord. Then he, the psalmist say, pursue peace. Pursue it, always be uh, willing to agree, always willing to compromise, amen. And a peaceful, I may mean, as long as we get a peaceful, Solution to the problem. So we have to be careful not to be proud-hearted. When the enemy he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he always comes to tempt. Remember, you being tempted sometime daily, Amen. You always a uh, trap is being set sometime daily, Amen. The enemy always striving, Amen, to stop you sometime daily. But that's why the Holy Spirit comes in. He's a leader. He's a guider. Amen. And he's the one that helps us through the daily walk with God. Amen. Repentance. Amen. Is one of the first steps when you come to Christ. And you always want to be mindful. And the Holy Spirit reminds you to listen now. Don't, don't rise yourself up too high. Don't pat yourself on the back. Amen. The world today, the false prophets are coming, and the false teachers constantly. Amen. Pursuing people, uh, go ahead. You can have all type of titles. Amen. You can have all type of positions. But Jesus came. He said he wants to what be a witness. He wants to tell the world, Amen, that he lives. You want to tell the world they can be forgiven of their sins. You want to tell the world that they can continue, Amen, being a Amen uh, a child of God. Amen, And don't have to worry about Amen. thinking about the things you have done wrong. Thinking about the things you have done wrong and you thought you was right, but now the enemy keeps bringing it up in your mind, which is spiritual warfare. Amen. Notice what the Passion of the Bible says about Romans 8. He says, So so now the case is closed. There remain no more accusation and voice to condemnation against those who are join in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. Amen. The case is closed. Whatever you happened, whatever you've done wrong in the years, God forgave you. Romans 8, consider the, the easy reading Bible. Amen. Now we know this, God has forgiven those people who are united with Christ Jesus. God will never say that they are guilty. They are guilty. say, well, why are we bringing this up? We're bringing this up because of the fact there is now no condemnation, there is no guilt, there is no verdict, no punishment for those who live in Christ Jesus, who believe in Him as a personal Lord and Savior. Romans 8 in the Amplified Bible. It's so important because of the fact that things that are happening today you might want to commit yourself. You might want to uh, say that because you made the wrong decision, amen, you're bankrupt. Because if you made the wrong decision, you should not live in an earthquake area. Because you made the wrong decision, amen, you lost your friend or your family. Because you made the wrong decision, amen, You, you, whatever it is, the enemy going to bring it up. The enemy is going to bring it up. But God says, now there's no more guilt. There's no more stress. There's no more uh, pointing a finger at you. Amen. So he don't want you to point the finger at no one else. He don't want you to walk around and point your finger saying that, you know what? Uh, I'm better than everybody. I'm I'm better than everybody. I am in Christ. I can do what I want to do. I can throw up my hand, whatever I say I want to do. But it's not so. You don't have to do that. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to work, walk it up and down and see, because Jesus loves you. He cared for you, and you don't have to do those things anymore. He cared for you. He loved you, but we have to keep it in order. That's why you have to study. Paul said we have to study. We have to study to show ourselves approve unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth and this is what Paul was saying, we have to uh, dedicate ourselves, we have to love, amen, we have to present ourselves, dedicate ourselves in Romans 12. Paul was saying in the Amplified Bible, therefore I urge you, brethren and sisters, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourself set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service, logical, intelligent, the act of way of worship. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with the superficial value and customs, but be transformed by progressive change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focuses on godly values and ethical attitude so that you may prove yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect is plan and purpose for you. God love you. God care for you. Brethren, amen. Just watch. Bible says pray as well as watch. That's why we need a church home. You need a place to go for the elders and the, uh, your brethren to love on each other, pray for each other, and seek the word of God. Father, we thank you now, God, for looking upon each and every one. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your kindness that you did for us. God, we know if it had not been for you that was on our side, David said we'd have failed. When the enemy rose up against us, amen, the enemy said we can't make it. Many, many of you right now feel that you can't make it. God has told you you can't make it. Amen. But well, Jesus said you can make it. You can make it. Things are laid out for you. Your heart is, is open. Amen. Your mind, amen, is open to His, to His, through His Holy Spirit. And we thank God for it. And continue now, we want you to pray. And some other, mark, and we want to leave a, 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 a couple of points with you in your daily walk now. If you get up every morning, Get up every morning. When you get up every morning, say a prayer. You might have to remind yourself. Remember, because we live in this world and we still in the natural. We are supernatural, but we still live in the natural. Amen. Remind your mind, because you are renewing your mind But it takes a little time and practice, practice, practice reading and saturating yourself uh, about Jesus Christ because there's so many different voices out there challenging you. That Jesus is not really what he say he is. So get up in the morning, say a prayer. Amen. If it is just the old model prayer, Amen. Uh you say a prayer, read a scripture, Amen. That'll set they set your day. That'll set your day. Say Lord, go before me, help me and take care of me and set your day. Amen. Then what you constantly throughout the day, it's nothing wrong with reading Uh, Bible or keep your mind in Christ. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Amen. But remember Jesus came. Remember he came. Amen. And he is the perfect sacrifice. And he's our high priest that God would only accept for the sins that we've done wrong. God would not accept anybody else. No, nothing else. So Jesus is the one Amen. That present our life towards, between God and man. Jesus is only one. And once you get confidence in that, talking to God and praying to God through Jesus Christ, He'll take you on to victory. God bless you, my friends and family. We love you. Continue to pray one for another. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua one eight says, "Read and meditate on the word day and night, and be careful to do what is written in it, and your way will prosper and be successful." We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at the Doctrine of Truth at gmail.com and if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338 Tallahassee, Florida 32316 God bless you